Louder. Louder. <laughs> I get it. What's the worst kind of dairy? Um, uh, Fat-free milk. Sausage. Oat milk. <laughs> You have no respect, sausage, for <laughs> yourself, for our audience. You've had sausage before? <laughs> Were we just seeing that guy on YouTube who did the mushroom? Did he say sausage and mushroom? Who? No, 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 no. Th- don't, don't do this. <laughs> I asked, what's, what's the worst kind of dairy? And she said sausage. <laughs> I got my dairy what and is confused. You don't get it? No. <laughs> the dairy... Straight from the sausage. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, what? Hey, yo. <laughs> I, I don't even get it. You don't? There's Because no. you got it. There's, there's apparently some doo-doo that comes out of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what you meant? No. I Are don't think sh- that's what she meant. <laughs> I really didn't. Why did you say sausage? The, qu- the question, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the question, ladies and gentlemen, was what's the worst kind of dairy? <laughs> Amber Azadi said sausage, sausage. dairy. <laughs> the dairy that comes sourced from the sausage. I got my dairies and meats confused. You tell me what that means. <laughs> your dairies and your meats confused? Yeah. Well, the dairy comes out of the meat, Whoa. apparently. You're starting. You, this is how you I, wanted to I, start. I, this is nasty. This is not. Hold on. All I said was, all I did was mix up my categories and now have a lot of accusations on you. No, no, no. You tell me. You tell everybody. What did what, you yeah, mean? Yeah, what by did you that? mean? You still haven't clarified. It's because I started thinking like eggs, milk, cheese, sausage. And then my last brain thought stopped at sausage. Your last brain, which is? Maybe it's her first brain. Maybe (laughs) she thought that first. Do any of those brains ever make any (laughs) sense of anything ever? Okay. I guess a better question is what's the worst kind of dairy, guys? You guys Sausage. (sighs) No. (laughs) This ruined my mood. Yeah. I'm so... Upset. <laughs> you said oat milk. Oat milk, yeah. Is that That's even not dairy? Even dairy? That's not dairy. Okay, but... now oh. the audacity. <laughs> you know what? You know what? That's not the question I meant to ask. Okay, now <laughs> this you, is a what's bigger the worst problem. Kind of milk? Before we started the podcast, we were having some coffee. We still have coffee. We stuff. Amber made us some espresso, or as she likes to put it, espresso. Espresso. Now she was going to put in almond milk and we Extra were like, creamy. Okay. Hey, yo, we didn't have, all right. That's what it was called. It wasn't just it. almond get milk. We get, we get it. it. We get where your second brain, first brain, third <laughs> brain I'm just is. saying there's a difference between almond milk and extra creamy almond milk. I'm just saying, put one of those brains to use at least. Okay. So she was, uh, going to put almond milk and we were like, no, just put whole milk. We like whole milk. Yeah. You know, we did the Yupa, Yuka app score. Yupa. Yuka, what and is Yuka? <laughs> Yuka is a uh, app that tells you the score of your food based on uh, nutrition levels, additives, etc. So it tells you how you know good a food or holistic it is. Um, like for example, a bar of candy might get like a two out of a hundred. Mm-hmm. So the whole milk got a seventy-five out of a hundred. The almond milk got a seventy-two out of a hundred. That doesn't really seem that far off. But the whole milk, so al- almond milk. What did I say? Almond. <laughs> almond milk is advertised as like, oh, it's like healthier, it's cleaner and stuff like that. I think it's just not dairy. But what's wrong with dairy? 
I, it's sometimes if you think about it too much, it's just a little <laughs> bit gross. So that's where that's what I was thinking of. Like what what was what was I trying to say? Like what kind of milk? What's, what's the worst kind of milk? Yeah, but but then oat milk and almond milk aren't even those. They are milk. But they're not dairy, which is the question that the, you asked. But the question you were yeah. trying to ask is like, what's the worst kind of milk? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. What? So what did you say? I said fat-free milk, which oh. would work with both. Fat-free milk, like, yeah. is that two percent? Like, lo- I think it's oh, like less 0%. than yeah, less, zero. Oh, zero. That one tastes the best. What is that? Fat-free. What, what yeah. color is that? It's like I only know about the colors. A little bit transparent. <laughs> Well, the milk. The, he's talking about the sticker, right? <laughs> <laughs> the milk is just water, Wait, bro. It's transparent milk. <laughs> the milk is like a little bit. Trans- like That's because it's like ninety percent water. It's it's like really? fat-free milk. I don't think it's wa- like I think it's just cleaned. It's just cleaned. They just remove all the good stuff. Oh, all so, the fat. It, so it looks more like the sausage milk that Amber was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not the same consistency. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I would assume. <laughs> Next. This is the end of the episode. It's been another week. <laughs> another dairy. Another dairy. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, apparently not because oat milk. What color is the um, fat the sticker? Milk? You're talking about like the... Like the cap. The, the you cap. know how it's like red is whole milk. Blue is 2%. Blue is 2%. Um, and then the 1% is. is what? Yellow? Green. Oh, oh yeah, green, yeah. Green. 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 Yeah. Does it also depend on the store? I think it depends on the store, right? I no, think I it's think like universal. I think it's a universal dairy code. Because I, I see it in Costco. Well, I I've, seen, I've seen blue as a whole milk before, and that threw really? me off. No, no. That's I, not I right. That's not right. You yeah, that's not good. <laughs> where, where is it? I was yeah. like, what is this? Where is it? <laughs> I can't. I'm illiterate. I yeah. only know yeah. about the colors. Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to do? What store it's was bad it? Branding. It might have been like a... I think we were in another state, maybe. Oh, okay. We don't mess with that state. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> yeah, get it right. Yeah. Red is whole, whole milk. milk. Blue is 2%. Green is 1%. And what color is fat-free? Honestly, I don't even know. I just, like, ignore it. From Isn't green fat-free? I think green is. Yeah. Yeah. No, now you guys don't know the colors because <laughs> I think green is 1%. I don't really see 1% that often. Yeah, I don't see 1%. Uh, we have to look this yeah, up. We, we have to look it up, please. But anyways, I think Amber was hesitant of trying the whole milk cappuccino. Yeah. What was your verdict? Oh, um, I mean, I get them from Starbucks and stuff, but for some reason, like, you know how some people are like, oh, I don't want to cook raw chicken at home, or, like, I don't want to, like, cook eggs myself, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, like, certain things you don't want to do at home because it's a little bit less safe. Because it's just me, mainly upstairs, using the stuff, almond milk tends to last a little bit longer, and it doesn't Mm. go bad as quick. Okay. There it is. So it's more of, like, a safety thing for me. Green, what color? I mean, what's the, what type? You were right. 1%. 1%. Yellow skim milk. skim milk. Is that the one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. So it's yellow. Okay. Skim yellow. milk. That's what it's called. Skim milk. Fat-free skim milk. Okay. The universal code of milk. Who would have known? <clears throat> what's the purple? You see that purple down there? What is the purple? What's the, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> see, now this Dude. is wrong. You see, they're, they're messing with people. This is crazy. We need a universal Code. The purple is two percent on here, and that's that to me seems really. And the blue is fat free. That's Whoa. this is too much. This is wrong. Maybe it's like a metric scale type of situation where it's like certain countries, certain states, certain cities use one kind. Yeah, you know. That's but I like this one. This is what I'm used to. Yeah, that's the 
It's the national standard for identifying milk. The NSIM. <laughs> <laughs> it really does say that. NSIM. This is where I need to work. <laughs> the it's sue people who get it wrong. Mm. But yeah, I don't like it. Anyways, why are you so against almond milk? Any thoughts? No, no. I said oat milk. Oh, oat milk. It just uh, it was the consistency. You know, it reminded me of uh, the sausage milk that you were talking about. Mm. Hmm. I don't. I don't get the point of the other ones. I mean, I get it. I get what people are trying to do, but it's like, honestly, after that score review thing from your app, I don't get it. Because I thought like dairy was like a little bit worse for you than almond milk. And for some I don't people, think it it's like like worse for you. It's just like the. Like, like, for example, it might be like a clean thing, but it depends on what your body like rejects and doesn't reject. Yeah. I think this so is if how you're it like works. lactose. If you have like lactose issues and it like, although it's scar- scaling higher, yeah. it's going to be a terrible effect on you. I mean, that makes sense. But like for what, the average person, I think what you were sharing earlier makes sense, which is that you were saying if you don't drink milk for a while and then have it, then it tends to mess with you. Mm, yeah. And I think that. When you are exposed to a lot of different food and maybe like the bacteria in the food, um, this is not factual, by the way. I'm just, (laughs) this is like a total guess. Hypothesis. But but you know how you guys have allergies? Yeah. Okay. My siblings and I, we don't have allergies because we spent our childhood in the streets of Lahar. Okay. I think that you have like dirt inside you and like all that stuff. What are you trying to say about my city? (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst polluted city out of all of them. Huh. Is it really? Uh, yeah, I think it's up there. Well, look at what it did to us. <laughs> it made us immune. I mean, I don't really know how accurate that is because I spent the bulk of my childhood just in like grass. And then I got allergies when I was 18. But Kashmir so. is like clean air, right? It's like mountainous. And- I, was, I mean, that was three months every two years. But what about every day here? Yeah, here's pretty bad. So, I mean... Yeah, maybe maybe it's maybe it's stuff in the food. Maybe it's because it definitely is. Because say what you want about the dust, yeah. But at least you're eating like holistic stuff. Yeah, that's true. Like entire like, like grains, fly infested like rotis and, and what and what I Spit. said it. We don't we don't have to get Spit. surgeries Sweat. on our uh, on our tonsils and uh, nasal passages because the allergies mess with us so much. Didn't you get a nose surgery? That was different. <laughs> 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 I got a nose job. I got a nose job. Okay. Mm. It was an actual nose job. Yeah. They should try again. <laughs> they should try to redo. They messed the beak up. <laughs> Just a little. Wait, did they like change the shape of your nose at all? I don't know. I think it might have slightly changed the shape. I know like skinnier? No, I don't know. I mean, it was more so about like these uh I used to get uh I had chronic sinusitis. That means mm. that I would get sinus infections basically every single time that I would get sick. What I are you grew up in Lahore. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a different thing. I wasn't allergic. I was just I was just annoyed by, you know. Annoyed is such a good term when you don't feel like the thing, the thing is it's colder here than what, you know, my body was used to. <laughs> This is so poetic. And so, you know, I would have runny nose all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, it it blocked some of uh, these pockets in my behind my face. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like, these sinus like, pockets. Sinus pockets. And so they went in and they uh, they sucked all of that out, and then they restructured so- something in my uh, nose to make it not fill up back there. Passages. So I don't know if it changed the shape or not. Oh, okay. Mm. I was just a boy. Just a boy. Wasn't I, that? It wasn't recent. No, this was in like 2013. 
Oh. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Welcome back to Strange Flavors, everybody. Woo. Wow. What did we used to say? The great, the strangest, strangest and greatest, greatest podcast, podcast in, in the, the game. game. Yeah. That was Are fire. we still that? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I mean, we. I don't know about you guys, but I've gotten like some good reviews Mm -hmm. they're like oh my god i'm so glad you guys are back and then they asked like you know are you guys consistent and i was like did you actually listen to the podcast yeah somebody i saw a comment recently that said um please tell me you guys are permanently back (laughs) i have good news we are back no i have better news listen to the podcast (laughs) (laughs) he's not listening right now probably yeah yeah. like they don't know like if you knew you know you know that we're back. Do you yeah. think that people, some people just like the idea of us being back I more than so. they do like us being back? Yeah. We're also in a very clip era of like podcasting mm. before like you had to listen. I think now people digest podcasts through clips without watching the whole thing. Okay, if you, you, know you like what the clips, sucks? you have to come and help us clip. Mm-hmm. What? Like be an editor? Yeah. Yeah, edit it for us. We'll give you like you do a, couple a zero of percentage and then we'll give you a puppy and like. Frost mm-hmm. will give you a puppy. Frost specifically. Why? <laughs> oh, because I won't get uh, allergies from them? Or? <laughs> no, I was just saying. Like, no, but you <laughs> might get a sinus surgery. We need to give them like an incentive to like clip. Yeah. So I was like, you know, we'll have the. A frost puppy. No frost puppy. Okay. Maybe a, maybe a nose job for me. <laughs> nose job for yeah. me. <laughs> You'll do the surgery? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I was going to say uh, we're in a weird uh, time of podcasting because now it's like uh, I hear a lot of people say like, oh, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to date this guy because he probably has a podcast with him and his friends. And like, that's a thing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like people are like, oh, they probably have a podcast that uh, is this way. But we when back when we started it, it was like it was cool. It was not a thing. It was like cool. It was like, oh, you guys have a whole production like that's dope. But I think um because of covid i think a lot of people started getting into podcasting Mm -hmm. and like people started having those conversations like around you know a shitty mic or whatever and it's nice you know it's cool that like people have those opportunities but i think it started becoming cliche the podcast having a podcast became the new uh he better not have a mixtape a soundcloud (laughs) a soundcloud and it's funny because i remember that era too it was it's like everything that i and that's how that's how i know (laughs) (laughs) that's how i know that i have good taste yeah because when I was a little kid, it was basically that um, the first thing that I heard that I really enjoyed and gravitated towards when it came to music was hip hop for the first time. And that kind of goes with maybe what is against the grain at the time, because I remember that my dad, for example, him and his brothers, like um, a bunch of people when they were kids, uh, they were making rock bands mm. and it was like the rebellious thing to do. It was yeah. cool for the kids, whatever else. And so when I started rapping and stuff, like it, I, I didn't know anybody else that was doing yeah. that in my, you know, uh, world of people that I knew. Yeah. And then yeah. as we grew up, by the time we were in high school, maybe it was like anybody could kind of get the system set up when it came to like a mic, uh, hop on garage band or mm-hmm. whatever the software was at the time they like had one good like car freestyle and they're like i can rap yeah yeah and then it became a th- it became a thing to make fun of which was like oh like he raps yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. please don't tell me he's a rapper and now we're in the age where it's like please don't tell me 
that they're a podcaster. It's yeah. because then they had one deep conversation in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what funny. do you mean? Like for SoundCloud rappers, they probably just like had one really good freestyle and everybody was like, whoa. And they're like, I could do this for real. And then on the podcast end, it was probably like they had one really deep conversation. Yeah, they're yeah. like, well, we should start other, a podcast. Like other people would like, uh, really yeah, like I to see. hear this. Yeah. You know, like we, we should start a podcast. Yeah. And then like I've had, you know, conversations or like I'll like listen in to like big groups of conversations and like one guy will go like, dude, we should start a podcast. And then in my head, I'm just thinking like all the work that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like you guys would not be able to pull this off. Like yeah. you guys can't do it. I'm telling you. And that that's what I kind of like. I love supporting people who are trying yeah. to do something. It's not like we're, uh, you know, so far in the game that we are. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> from an experience level, yes. Yeah. But I guess from um, credibility of certain people's standards yeah. compared to who they are listening to, watching, um, we don't meet everybody's criteria as far as like accomplishments, accolades or anything. Yeah, yeah. So we're still in the game, I would say, still in the hustle phase of yeah. that. Um, so when I hear people kind of talking about it in that way, yes, that kind of goes on in my head too where I'm like, Ooh, like that's a lot of work. But at the same time, for everybody, it's not a lot of work. Yeah. Meaning mm -hmm. like I think that when I see a new format picking up of uh, creating a piece of art, which this is right. It's yeah. it's a um, sometimes it's an interview. Sometimes it's an entertainment piece. Mostly our purpose here is to entertain and, you know, socialize, mm -hmm. talk about current events and pop culture, et cetera. But for some people they just want to have a platform where they themselves are enjoying the process of creation, whether it be making beats, uh, rapping on a song, putting a band together. And it's not just like, I want to do this in the best way possible in the way that in the lens that we have that yeah. we're actually like trying to compete against the best to do it. I mean, we okay. look at professionals doing it and say, how do we replicate that or a version of that that can be cost effective and, uh, you know, quality? Yeah. And have the story uh, telling element of it as yeah. well as just the overall quality. Also, when people are trying to get into podcasting, for me, it's like, what what is your like intention? And I think all of us, we've been making stuff since we were kids. Mm -hmm. So like getting into the world of podcasting, it just like was easy and makes sense. And it <clears throat> it was another way of creativity. Yeah. When I see somebody like that's not involved in like creative pursuits and whatnot, it's cool to see them like, hey, I want to start a podcast. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is the easiest way to get into but a little bit of it is like, what is your intention? Like, did you just see a lot of people blowing up through TikTok because of their tick podcast clips? Like, is that why you want to do it? Or right, you like, know? what is like the what's angle? Your niche? Yeah, like, like I think it's cool when people have like a specific field. Mm -hmm. Like, if they're like, uh, like really into, like for example, if Haytham had like one about like Palestine specifically, or like yeah, yeah. you know, like world geography, stuff like, yeah. geography, you know, and you then kill it. you know, like for example, how I built this is a very specific niche, like that's like a business type and there's like financial type. I think it's cool when people come in from that angle. Yeah. But when they're like, oh, like I just want to come in and have like another generic podcast with nothing and just like, like talk, us. talk to my friends. Like us, except <laughs> we've been doing it longer, which yeah. somehow makes it more okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're not, we're not trying to fight for like a, yeah. oh, we did whatever. It's just an interesting thing to talk about because yeah. it's like, you know, the, like I've mentioned before, it's always my question starts at how does somebody do this and what is the reason for, uh, like this existing from my end in the world. Yeah. And also at the same time, it's like if there's a format to express 
at the end of the day, this is these are all mediums of expression. What serves this uh, angle or story the best way? Sometimes it could be a video, a film. Sometimes it could be a song. Sometimes it could be a poem. Sometimes it can be a kind of improvised, uncut, um, not as professional take of between three friends uh, giving their takes at the world. Yeah. And I've also thought about this that like I think especially from a comedic lens, uh, these episodes don't always and maybe mostly stand the test of time. Hmm. Meaning like if you go back and, you know, name like some of your favorite comedy movies. I'll name some Tropic Thunders, uh, Step Brothers. Do you have any like Mean Girls? <laughs> okay, Mean Girls. Uh, that's like kind of a yeah, I was going to say I don't think it works for that one. But there's but certain jokes and stuff like that that it when you show them to a younger generation, yeah, um, as opposed to music or other genres of films, etc. It does. It's not as funny or like jokes are outdated or certain mm-hmm. takes topics aren't as outdated. So I actually feel like this is a risk also. Mm. Have you guys ever thought about that, about like these clips existing? I mean, maybe you don't say as outlandish stuff as me, but. I mean, no, I, I did start to think about it after we had that one like Patreon exclusive clip. Wasn't that Patreon exclusive? The one where you were talking about your physical insecurities? Or? No, we're talking. No, that was pap smear. Was that? Oh, that was just uh, an yeah. outtake. It was a Patreon clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that one, I started to think, I was like, the level of outrage for what it was was kind of like crazy. And I think in general, YouTube shorts are just kind of meaner than other platforms. But it did get me thinking about how, you know, certain takes that we have or maybe that we have had may not be standing so strong today. Yeah. But I I think nowadays, like a lot of people, I think for the most part, our understanding of like times are different even mm-hmm. back then. Like, oh, that's just a representative of the time. You know how last week we talked about Prayag, the guy who is, like, sassy boy? Yeah. Pookie. 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 Um, uh, his people were like, can we just find his old racist tweet and move on with him now? Because I'm tired of him. And I was like, the fact that, like, you hype somebody up, and they did it kind of with Bobby Altoff, too. Yeah. Where, like, you hype somebody up so much, and then people just go digging for something so that they can start hating somebody. And I'm glad this that it's a little bit more. This is the boring white girl that interviews, uh, like, hip hop artists, mm-hmm. now cele- different celebrities. Yeah. But yeah. she has a very dry, um, I guess, approach to the whole thing that is supposed to be funny. Chicken Shop is better. Is that what yes, about Chicken Shop? I agree is? so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but. Yeah, I'm just saying that, like, I'm glad that uh, that system is at least acknowledged because now it's not something that's like, oh, my God, we just stumbled upon this old, really mean tweet. It's like people are going out of their way to try to cancel people. So it's less value added to it. Yeah, I think this will transition really good to our next topic. But I but I think what you're mentioning is um, basically when people uh, take clips out of context and that's super important to understand a an entirety of a situation or, um, you know, like, for example, that episode, if you don't know our dynamic mm-hmm. uh, as friends and as uh, personalities, as different people, then you're going to look at that clip. And who are the people commenting that stuff? People who are not fans yeah. of the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Random people. The clip showed up on their feed. And do I blame them? No. But, you know, when I see clips like that pop up on my page, I try to be mindful of, like, I have no idea 
what the style of this podcast or this mm-hmm. clip is. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's a clip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the better if if you re- if it really like gets to you for some reason, um, which especially I think like political takes or mm-hmm. any sort of uh, controversial takes, I'll look up the video and find the full interview or something like that and just see what people are, you know, what the context is. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's the most important thing when it comes to our attention being uh, limited to such a quick clip of this take that could be so impactful. I yeah. think those like really odd moments where you like find somebody you're like, what the heck did I just watch? Is been some of the like most entertaining like people that I've ended up following longer term. Mm. What do you mean? Like I'll see something like really ridiculous and be like, what the heck? And I could be quick to be like, what is this? And just like leave a mean comment. But I go into like a deep dive of who they are. And then I'm like, whoa, this is actually kind of cool. And then yeah. I end up following them. Oh, like, so you're saying the clip worked to pull you in? Yeah, because if if I had kept it at surface level, I think I would have just scrolled away or, or left a like mean comment or something. I'm not like that. But if I was, I think I would be quick to do that. But instead, like going in and doing a deep dive, I'm like, oh, wait, I think I'm a fan now because mm. now I understand this person. Now I get why they were being like that. Like this is just who they are. Yeah. And, and that's what I think I'm getting at is that their marketing, their cutting of the clip worked. Mm. And I found it interesting that I remember when we were younger and we learned about um, like the effects of marketing and uh, the way that businesses uh, manipulate, you know, the consumer so easily to buy their product or when it comes to news, uh, the propaganda and things like that to convince people of a certain message as more people become content creators and have their own platforms even just having an Instagram page, you have a platform and you have the ability to say and um, kind of publish your perspective and viewpoint and convince people the better that your photography, your video editing, your messaging, your design is, the more uh, you can actually make an impact on the way that somebody thinks about something. And we have all become that thing. And the more that we value capitalism and consumerism and want to uh, attract people to our base, uh, the more that we could fall into the trap of convincing people that our voice is more important than other people and could use it really dangerously. Mm. Yeah. Is that too far? I don't know. That rant started taking me to where, you know, like Jaden's like, I just want to talk about like the socioeconomic yeah. <laughs> political You're state of the world. You're comparing me to Jaden Smith? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's where it's starting to go to. You know, it's so funny. Amber uh, Amber commented on our podcast and was like, anytime Frost starts talking for more than 30 seconds, I zone out. This is a podcast. You, you know, you're, you're a co-host on a podcast, right? You know, we do this for an hour, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I'm only limited to five seconds on no, our own 30 podcast. Seconds, My 30 bad. Seconds. 30, 30, yeah. 30 seconds. You're basically less. a TikTok. You have to like yeah. think of as a yeah. TikTok. My attention span. <laughs> the exact thing that we're talking about, the importance of uh, context and all of that. Amber's like, no, I think, uh, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> I, think I think I'm good in the context. <laughs> but yeah, I was saying that this is a really good way to transition into what's been going on in the past two weeks. And we were kind of debating whether we should b- talk about this or not. Mm, yeah. But 
And it's it's not like a debate where like, oh, we want to express like we're not sure if we should express our views for anything. We've t- on this podcast, we've talked about it for years. Pretty clearly. Yes. We've had Palestinians. We have a, we've had an Israeli on our podcast. We've talked about like sides and whatnot. And we've talked about our stance. So like the people that know our stances, they know. Yeah. Right. And I think we just we're not on this podcast to be like, oh, this is our stance. This is what we fight for and whatnot. We just want to talk about like our emotions behind what's been going on. The, the intro of this podcast might as well have been. Dude, that's been on my head the whole week for some reason. Yeah. It's such a good, it's such a good, powerful song, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's just been. I think that the way we wanted to approach this about talking about what's happening between uh, Israel and Palestine recently was just kind of like the emotional implications that has. And uh, one of the first things that kind of goes with what we were just talking about is the propaganda. Mm. I think uh, this is severe. I was almost like laughing at how insane the propaganda has been by, you know, powerful countries of the world, leaders and people who have these platforms um, that are very vocal about taking a certain side. Did you guys notice how bizarre the propaganda was? Yeah, it's it's wild. It's like, you know, this has been happening for so long and then like. You know, the, a lot is happening the past two weeks that, like, these people are now taking a side. And I think, I don't know if they're, like, bullied into it or, like, the pressure's into it, but... No, but I mean, like, for example, the the Twitter account of yeah. Israel, for That's example, what I was going to say. Posting, it, has, like, it looks like a parody account. I'm surprised at how bad of a job it's... Like, like I'm saying, it's very comical that they'll post... Almost like a, uh, they'll post a meme or something like that, or like a fake AI generated image. They'll post, Mm. um, they'll post images that aren't real at all, um, or with With a a very clear like purpose, like to convince people Mm -hmm. that you need to be on this side Mm -hmm. of history, or you You are are completely against, uh, you know, justice, freedom of the right group of people. I feel like they need to bring in a better marketing person because I feel like they just gave it to like a college intern. I feel that's like what scares me I, though. I feel yeah. like it's working though for the ones that want to be on their side. It worked initially. Okay. I feel like it worked initially, oh, but I, I feel anymore. like recently it looks om- like honestly when I was looking at it, it felt like a pa- I felt like they weren't even like genuinely trying. Like for example, when you see that like like in America you use like very like professional language, very strong, like you have strong standpoints. You talk about the mission, the value yeah. of a country, right? Even even during this entire thing that's been going on, Joe Biden's language surrounding this topic is very much like, you know, we are in standing strong with our allies and blah, 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 right? Yeah. Like the language is a lot more political and professional. Unwavering support. Unwavering support, <laughs> right. Um, but... The account for Israel is more like they are bad and we are good. Like like, po- <laughs> like posting on children's accounts um, of like, you know, young uh, age kids that can't read. It'll be like commercials popping up on YouTube and it'll say like, you know, we know uh, this is for the parents. You can read this. Uh, stand oh, on yeah, the side right. of justice, uh, you know. Gaza has killed this many people and whatever, whatever, right? And um, yeah, that's it's on just, it's YouTube just, ads, YouTube yeah. kids. Yeah, there's been a that's lot of things okay. like that. That's not okay. Well, 
I mean, but like, <laughs> what on, is okay? On, no, but yeah. on YouTube's end, like, considering the fact that it goes up from nine, there's YouTube kids for age nine to 12. So that's definitely in the age group of kids that are reading. But the AI generated image, for example, mm-hmm. there, they could have just ignored the fact that there was this AI generated image going around of a baby that was burned. And it ended up being an image that was of a dog mm. that they just like made it look like it was a burned figure. Yeah. And then they were like, I don't know, like they reposted and they're like, shame on you for like doubting or something. And literally the community notes are like, this has been like, like checked with AI and this is a fake image. And it's like, you should be ignoring this. The community notes are also being erased. I don't oh, know yeah. how that's happening, but that's really interesting too. It's And you know, like uh, when things like this happen, Shamir, you and I were kind of talking about this before, but we've we've been as i think as muslim people we've known about this issue for a very long time and we've just kind of been gaslit about it yeah since we were kids really of like no that's not how the history actually is that's not what's actually happening over there yeah and we have firsthand accounts of friends families that we're very close to that have you know entire families uh their own experiences over there we've heard and and read things ourselves over the years of like people who have went over there that have no uh ties to muslims to palestinians just going in with kind of like reporting uh from a journalistic end or just whatever kind of like tourism that they were trying to explore and ended up witnessing what's going on between uh the kind of occupation settlements um what happens at the gaza strip the checkpoints um and the treatment of palestinians in the west bank all of these things that by the way are all illegal on every account um and it's just interesting that like we're seeing it in real time happening and seeing where the world will lean this time Mm -hmm. yeah and we know that growing up like we were not allowed to kind of mention the effects of 9-11 on muslims because mm-hmm. it was like, how how dare you mm-hmm. bring that up? Yeah. Right? It's like people died here mm-hmm. in America. And we're like, bruh, like our livelihood died yeah. too. Like, at, like as a long lasting effect, not saying that takes away from those who did uh, pass away. Yeah. But at the same time, not acknowledging all of the after effects that took place in other countries. Like entire country civilizations, history destroyed. Yeah. And it's... It should never come down to comparison, but it's like if if your value is truly with human life, right? The the numbers, if you want to talk about statistics, is unimaginable to compare of how many more people, for example, in 9-11 died in Afghanistan, Iraq, Pakistan, etc., um, compared to the people that died in, uh, you know, the towers on 9-11. And it's like that shouldn't be compared because they're horrible, horrible things to happen to one person. Yeah. But then when you talk about it in such a way where it's like, okay, yeah, these uh, for some reason, it's okay for Israel to do all of this to Palestine because of uh, the number of people that I don't think it's the number of people. I think it's literally where the money's at and and where the power's at. Isn't it weird that this is like the only thing that Republican and Democrats actually have aligned in yeah it's crazy it's so, so insane to me like there's across every other topic they're on other sides abortion they're like on both sides like the, gun uh, rights. most gun rights. most things you could find a huge level of like distance in their disagreements between their viewpoints 
for some reason, they're all on the same page. And I'm like, if that's not giving agenda, then I don't know what is because there's nothing that ever unites the two sides. But it did come like interesting to me. I saw this TikTok of this girl who is Jewish, American Jewish, not Israeli, has not ever been to Israel. But she talked about how from the time that she was born, her identity was so intertwined with Israel by having like flags in their house. And like, it is a symbol of her Jewishness and, and all these types of things. And it wasn't until she got much older and then started, you know, learning things because the whole Nakba and, and, and which is like a huge catastrophe that happened in like the 1940s with Palestine, where they initially ended up, you know, having a huge Palestinian displacement that was completely erased from their knowledge in Israel. It doesn't exist. They don't acknowledge it at all. And so she was saying how that up until it got to a point where she could independently go outside of her own community and go and research, she had this undeniable like like national level nationalism to a country she didn't even belong to. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of just intertwined with how they're, how that they're raised. So it's almost like I I understand and you want to sympathize with people who have this type of experience. But then you also have to grow up and also start to do your own research and be like, well, if the country that I'm identifying with is doing this destruction on such a large level, it's really hard to to break away from that viewpoint when that's all you've been taught. But at the same time, I, I saw this girl, and she's a really cool tw- uh, TikTok account where she talks about all of her experiences with that. But it it made me understand the other side a lot more. That's what's really important. And that's exactly what we were talking about before this is that when things like this happen, it's really, I think over time, I've definitely uh, grown a lot of strength because we're very privileged as uh, Muslims that amongst issues like this, um, people just come together and are and look out for one another and say, you know, that's okay. We don't need anybody else. And that's what the West, I guess, has such a problem with when it comes to Muslims and Islam is like that we don't need anybody besides each other and and really just God, like that's what we go off of. And, um, when it comes to issues like this, I guess for some people, it's like the anxiety of, uh, what's going on, what's going to happen builds up. But what gives me a lot of comfort is knowledge. I think that that should stand true with everybody. So I just try to get the perspective, like you're saying from the other side, especially of like, why would somebody believe this or why would, and I don't blame them because of what they're being fed. Right. Yeah. And so, one person that has been like really kind of uh, good in uh, breaking down the at least um, facts of it behind the scenes of like uh, what the business aspect of all of this is, what the relationships between countries are, who supplies who with supplies. Um, Russell Brand has this really cool channel where he just tries to provide uh, truth. And uh, he was actually showing this one image of... Um, all of the Congress members that are going to directly benefit from this conflict. Oh, shit. Interesting. And his entire perspective is that, like, when it comes to Big Pharma, when it comes to the uh, military, military industrial complex, like, it should be completely illegal for uh, members of Congress, you know, who are supposed to be servants of the public to have any sort of stake in... Is it, like, incentivized for them to, like, 
vote in a certain way? Well, you know, weapons manufacturers, their stocks go up like crazy every single time one of these conflicts happen. Mm -hmm. You know that um, they actually benefit from terrorism. Yeah. They benefit That's from wild. their entire business runs because war happens. If war stops, if conflict stops in the world, they do not have business. Yeah. In the same way that Big Pharma uh, makes money uh, and bets and hopes for people being unwell. If people are well and healthy, Facts. Big Pharma does not make as much money as they yeah. would. This is the entire problem with... Uh, advertising that we do in U.S. for these companies that not all countries do. Um, and, you know, just m the lobbyists who outnumber the members of Congress also, yeah. uh, which is insane. It's just like there's no there's no way that these people would turn down uh, this level of money or whatever mm. and stay in power. And I don't want to go down this whole like route of yeah. the kind of political aspect of it, but I'm saying that it helped me a lot more understand why these people who clearly value capitalism more than, I guess, you could say human life or equality um, for for power in an area such as Joe Biden, who famously has said that if Israel didn't exist we would have to the united states would have to create an israel so that they have a place in the middle east um Weird. all of these things like it depends on what you value yeah and if they value these things but you yourself value uh human life all of that kind of stuff you you don't have to post and take sides and this and that you can lay back and feel a lot better about yourself and use your source of where kind of like the things that help you whether it be community like we we are very lucky and privileged to have um, prayer, uh, when you believe in something like that, or just seeking more knowledge. I think that's what always helps me. Well, speaking of money and power, I'm curious, what celebrity came out in support of Israel that disappointed y'all? Um. Like, who was, like, your biggest disappointment in all of this? Because I didn't think that I would feel this way, but there's some that I just feel like personally. I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed or yeah. had expectations of anybody, but I wasn't really? disappointed, but like, I think Casey Neistat, mm. um, he was just like very like openly about like, he, he made a video, basically mm -hmm. the title was called Jew and he just explained like his stance and everything. And it made sense. He was like, I have family in Israel and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So I'm understanding his point of view, but it's also like, you know, he, kind of was like oh i'm anti you know like terrorism and all this stuff mm -hmm. and it's just he only had information on one side and like we were talking about like these people only have information on one side so it just kind of saddens me that like he doesn't have information on both sides or like mm -hmm. what the other side is going through that much and making like a whole public statement and mm -hmm. a video like a 10 minute video i think is what is a little sad but do you think that he was making maybe like specifically him but people similar to that were making terrorism synonymous with Palestinians. Um, like Hamas. I think and Casey Neistat didn't. Mm -hmm. I think he clearly said like Hamas is its own like terrorist group. I mm -hmm. think if uh, my memory serves me correct. But um, I think a lot of people are doing that. Mm. And the thing is like, you know, they also don't see how the other side terrorized the other like Palestinians yeah. and stuff like that. And I think you have to look at both sides. Like, okay, there's both conflict. And it's like a loop. I feel like it's just... You know, both are terrorizing both. So, and then there was a one picture of Justin Bieber uh, yeah. posting "Pray for Israel," but it was actually a picture of Gaza behind the Israel mm -hmm. picture, and he had to take it down. 
By yeah, the way, Justin Bieber is managed by Scooter Braun, who is very vocal about Israel mm. and I think he's Israel's. not anymore though. Scooter Braun is not? Yeah, I think Scooter Braun is done with all the, his acts. I saw uh No, no, not with, with Israel, but like oh, with, with, with God, Bieber God, and okay. Ariana Grande. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I cuz I remember there was like a tweet every day like Scooter Braun's not no longer in they're still. I'm sure they're still friends. I think though, they're right? friends, but yeah. I don't think he just manages okay. them anymore. I have Who two. are you disappointed by? I have Kim Kardashian. <laughs> What'd she say? No, you're disappointed. No, by I that? am. I am because I really like Kim. I really, really, really like Kim Kardashian. I thought that her stance was kind of like uh, talking about the stance of Armenian people, and well, she's talking about ethnic cleansing uh-huh. in regards to like the like for Armenians. But how do you do that in a conversation while being like, I stand with Israel and my heart goes out to them because of Armenian ethnic cleansing? Like, it just didn't align. That was one reason. That's not how I read it. I thought she was talking about the issue and talking about the issue of ethnic cleansing. And the only people that are being ethnically cleansed are the Palestinians. So I thought that... I I didn't read it that way. Okay, yeah, because she didn't mention that. Yeah. So maybe I assumed. Well, because she didn't, it was very clear that it was like a, I stand with Israel. So then to mention Got ethnic it. cleansing and not speak specifically for Palestinians in that regard okay. was a little mm. bit weird to me. But then also to, in America, like the whole reason she's a lawyer, the whole reason she got into that whole world was because she was representing the oppressed and and those mm. who are like underserved and, and trying to go for a deeper, bigger mission, helping um, people to get out of prison, and I'm not trying to diminish any of that work that she's done. I mean, done her dad whatsoever. got OJ out, so yeah. <laughs> and you know, she has that whole like legal background and everything. Maybe but the, then when it the came to this, <laughs> exactly in mind. Well, yeah. I mean, taking away the tape for us, um, that really disappointed me. And then on a much smaller scale, Nabella Noor. Who's oh that? my gosh, there was a Who's huge Nabella outrage Noor? about Nabella Noor. She's this Bangladeshi influencer whose entire platform is very much brought up by like brown people and people of color and she's like Muslims. the diaspora queen. But she married a white boy. Okay. Right? And so she does these things called like pockets of peace and and she like tries to this be is her? this is her. She does this thing and, and a lot of times people in the past have been like guys like you guys aren't realizing Nabella just wants to be a white girl so bad like she doesn't even want to be a brown girl Mm -hmm. you know and then it came to this point where now she got this massive backlash so she went ahead and posted for palestinian children wait wait, why'd she get the backlash because she's trying so hard to be like a white person well she got the bike backlash and then she specifically said that she stands with israel Oh, like okay. for she was she only Is mentioned the Israel struggle and then Israeli struggle and then did not acknowledge the Palestinian like like the history of Palestine being, you know, yeah. hurt. Is, there, is there man's Israeli? Or? Uh, not that I know of. I'm pretty sure you converted. OK, uh, so converted then she, she out got, of Israelism. she got so much backlash i was getting this in like seven different group chats yeah where people were just so angry because her entire platform was built on this so i mean you could go on any post right now and she she's getting shit i saw floyd mayweather uh just posting like what he was he was posting uh him uh, himself in israel and like you know uh posting very like hardcore pro-palestinian uh pro-israeli 
uh, messaging. Yeah. And I was like, this is so on brand. Yeah, it's the money. Floyd Money Mayweather, Mayweather. <laughs> getting that check. Dude, do you think he's like sponsored by Israel? Like, <laughs> I think I think the United States is sponsored yeah. by Israel, aren't they? They're um, trying to pay students to talk about Israel online. That's wild. Israel's trying to pay their students to. Oh, the, oh one of the funny uh, propaganda things I saw was uh, IDF, uh, the Israeli Defense Force, um, thirst trapping. Oh, so yeah. They post, <laughs> they post these girls like doing TikTok dances. Yeah. Uh, in tight clothing, full makeup on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like support, support and us. I, like we're hot. And they've been doing this for a while, but I think they yeah. do it to promote like men to join the army. Yeah. And, well, I mean, and they just, all like, have to serve and yeah. have a good image on TikTok and stuff of like young people being like, oh my God, IDF, like girls yeah. are so hot. I'm going to join. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like a video game coming out soon, Modern Warfare Five or something, yeah. like all like hot Israeli girls or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then just like and then, and then just Palestinians in like raggedy clothing. Yeah, just like oh look at these animals, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't look at celebrities at all. Like I've learned this over time for sure. It's just like the we we think that we can just because we are, we follow these people maybe they interact with some people online or something like that that we are the same as them we're not we're not the same as celebrities they live in a very different world mm-hmm. yeah. they barely know what's going on in their own lives when they post anything from their public uh yeah. from their publicists whether it be apologies uh, it doesn't matter what it is i i will say though i think it's different for girls because they look at like kim as like you know a role model okay mm-hmm. sure like and not just Kim, like a bunch of other celebrities. Yeah. They're like, oh, like I like the way their body looks. I like the way they speak. Like I like what they stand for. Mm-hmm. And I think girls are very attached to like how they feel and what their opinions are. I mean, I mean, young boys do the same thing. Yeah. I, I know I know adult males that were like, I stuck for a lot like LeBron James. I can't, <laughs> like, why would he post pro-Israeli stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because when you, when you really put somebody else on that pedestal, and I know we shouldn't be putting celebrities on a pedestal, but if you're going to have celebrities be celebrities and you want to like some of them, you're going to have to put them somewhat on a pedestal, like to at least acknowledge them and enjoy what they do. And so when you do that, you're almost, it speaks to yourself. Like, I like this person. But this person is for this, yeah. yes. and it kind of is heart wrenching to think of it in that way. Like, like I, I watch LeBron for basketball. Mm-hmm. I don't need LeBron's political opinion on anything because he's always on page one of every book he reads. Yeah. No, but she's saying that like I want him to be part of. Oh, like, you my do views. want that? I'm saying that it's it. Her, it's kind of like a little like what is it like neck to the stomach where it's like, yeah. like yikes! Like I liked you for a reason, and. It's you know I think sports is a little bit different because it's very much just a talent like one specific talent. Whereas Kim, I'm I'm she's invested. a personality. You're investing in the personality. In personality. I watch Kardashians. I buy Skims. Yeah. I, like I've spent a hundreds of dollars on her makeup uh, on her clothing brands. This is somebody that I have invested in learning about what she's doing in the world. I've had you know so, saw that she went and met with Donald Trump. I like read all about. That. I just recognize to an extent and then you empathize with her too with Mm -hmm. her relationship and having to deal with kanye and how she was dealing with somebody with you know that type of personality yeah so there's been a lot of different worlds where you start to connect with somebody and you almost empathize and sympathize with them so that you can make them more human and then they do something like this that doesn't feel that human i'm saying they have the they have every right to express themselves in any way that they want to and talk about what they feel i'm not saying lebron james go back to shut up and dribble because that was his whole thing (laughs) Um, that's basically what you said no i'm kidding yeah (laughs) but i'm saying i'm saying it's 
my responsibility. It's yeah. our responsibility mm-hmm. to be like, who do, like, for example, um, Sheikh Omar Suleiman, he had an amazing response to that where he was talking about LeBron for a while. He was carrying a Malcolm X book around uh, during all these press conferences while I think it was like maybe some playoffs going on or something like that. And he was being asked like, hey, like you're reading this book. Uh, can you tell us something about this? And he couldn't answer, but he was basically like, yeah, he's all I know is he's a very smart man. He's a very, very smart man, yeah. which is a nice like synopsis of the book. But yeah. um, Omar Suleiman was like, if you read a page of that book, you would know uh, Malcolm X's stance on the Palestinian people and what he has said, uh, you know, whether it be him, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela, Martin Luther King, like all these people um, and their stance and their, and their unwavering mm. stance about the Palestinian people and their freedom. And uh, I'm saying that like, I am not going to change my stance on what I gain from LeBron James mm-hmm. as a, he can say what he wants. Sometimes I'll agree with him. Sometimes he won't, but that's not my source. Yeah. I'll look at somebody like, uh, I, I found a brilliant Muhammad hijab who has like a famous, uh, debater of Islamic issues and things like that. Um, Islamic topics. He went on Piers Morgan and, yeah. and respect to Piers Morgan for posting the uncensored version. But I mean, mashallah, he's such an intellectual uh, person, great debater. And when we have people like that that we go to for information and to take a stance for uh, people, we should support people like that and l- allow them to yeah. do Basically, the you're, talking. you're saying like somebody that is like knowledgeable in like how to that present that. That is an expert that. in that, that expert. specific yeah. topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, even for us as individuals, just because we're Muslim, we don't have to like try to because because it's honestly very like. It's, it's overwhelming to try to mm-hmm. defend such a crazy thing that is so uh, that has such a long history, et cetera. I mean, you can have your stance, yeah. but it's we shouldn't. I don't know. It's just I like think it's that a expectation lot. goes with here. Whereas, again, with Kim, she did all that work in the U.S. So I thought that I recognized her like I felt like she would have a stronger head on her shoulders. And maybe it's up to people who are in her corner to especially people who know the stances of these things of of the kind of sensitivity of the issues and how much manipulation occurs in mm-hmm. such a topic to step up because it's yeah you can feel how you want to feel uh, the disappointment and everything i think a lot of girls probably do relate to you in that regard yeah but um yeah i think i think knowledge is absolute power and the value that you have on these different things um is going to is going to totally kind of dictate the way you feel about it at the end of the day. And one last point I do want to make about this is that I feel, again, I I almost feel empowered. I feel really uh, optimistic because of the way that Muslims were able to come together uh, and and continue to stand strong after so, uh, like we've been here before. We've been here since we were little and I feel better about it now than I did ever before, although we've seen so much more tragedy since then. Uh, Muslims are going to be fine. I feel really sorry for Jewish people who uh, are going to face, um, you know, really like like backlash, but also like possibly threats and and harm, um, even when they stand. And and there has been a huge like a, a lot of these rallies for Jewish people against the government of Israel is really what we're talking yeah. about and their and their leaders. Um, the things that will happen to Jewish people for no reason because of I, somebody that thinks like, like oh, it's I mean, the Jewish people. That's, re- that's been the reality of Muslims. Like, Muslims. It's been that way. I know, but I'm saying for... And also speaking of outcomes and consequences, like 
my heart goes out to the six year old that was stabbed as yeah. a result of all of this in Chicago. Which I, is but, the but prime I'm saying like I, I know I know both uh, s- of those people who are in that have the right values that that have like uh, put morals before business and things like that. Um, Muslims and Jewish people will suffer from I'm saying not even just people who are on an opposing side, yeah, but just people who think that like, oh, this group of people, they are the problem. Yeah. Because I think that it's not about religion. Yeah, it's not religion. Because, I mean, there's Palestinian Christians. Like, mm-hmm. it's not about religion. It's not about, I think it's like two different powers. And, well, one bigger power and, you know. And I have so many like Jewish friends and, and people who like, uh, we, we have really good ties when it comes to uh, them coming to our mosque, us going to their synagogue, just learning about each other, having good interfaith relationships that, People who truly just want to keep, um, you know, move forward with God that 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 kind of like value these uh, the relationship between these Abrahamic religions and their books and stuff like that. And yeah, it's just like it sucks that like it divides entire communities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's a it's a it's a serious issue. um, And so much has happened. So we just kind of want to talk about this to let others know. We weren't planning on talking about it this long, but. It just ended up happening because it's so nuanced. I didn't want people to feel like they're alone in in the thoughts that they have. Yeah. That like some people, they're just like, they don't know how to feel, where to go, what to do. And so it's just like. Are we almost an hour in? Um, Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) We could do this for an hour and a half. Yeah, I'm down. We have other topics. We o- audience, are you guys down? <laughs> <laughs> let's um, not spend 45 minutes on every topic, though. No, let's keep it moving. Um, in in positive news, mm-hmm. Shimmer Wally with 100K subscribers. Ooh. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel? Dude, it feels, it feels good. Um, I think when it happened... It was like right after our last podcast, I just got home and then I like checked my subscribers and I'm like, oh crap, like I got it. Mm. Um, I think it doesn't hit as much as I like to. One, I think because it's once the plaque gets here, mm. I think that's when. Oh it'll... snap, you're going to get the plaque. Yeah, I forgot plaque. about that. Yeah, Is it yeah. going to come like in a timely fashion? Yeah, I think maybe two weeks or something. I, don't oh, know. Nice. I just put in the order yesterday, so oh. I got the email. Wait, everything. you order it yourself? They send you an email and they give you like an exclusive code and then like you put it in. It's free though. Oh, it's free. Yeah, it's free. That's really cool. But like if you have like a team or something, then you can like pay or like buy like extra ones. You just have to like email them and stuff. But do they, how can they keep giving those out? Multiple. Like if you have a team, like, Uh, yeah. Like if we had a hundred K, it's not one person getting it. We can all three get it. Yeah. That's a lot of, I feel like there's more and more people that are getting that. Yeah. And I think for me, I think it's dope, but you know. I've always wanted like an accolade like this, um, but I think it's different because a lot of it's through like YouTube Shorts, mm-hmm. and I think it's it doesn't hold the weight as much as if it was like long form. That's what I wanted to ask you is like I know that when you think about a while ago, like you know when you start YouTube, you're like, oh, I want to get to 100k. Yeah, yeah. So so it feels like you uh, because this happened in a very short amount of time since yeah. you started posting the shorts. How how much did you have before you started posting shorts? I had three thousand. So you went from three thousand, yeah. started posting shorts, wow. and got a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's wow. a that's a crazy jump. It's a crazy jump, but it feels cheapened. And I've mm. I've like I was telling all my friends like you know while it was happening like my creator friends or whatnot like I feel like I'm just not feeling like it's crazy like deserving, 
um, it's still like amazing. It's definitely content. deserving because Shamir, that's similar content to what's on TikTok, for example. Yeah. And if that, do you think that a hundred K on TikTok doesn't hit the same either? Is that why? hundred K TikTok, I think it hits because that's like its own platform. The mm. followers work differently. YouTube, like the subscribers meant a lot more and okay. you know, it holds way more weight. And now they've, those, that weight has kind of been cheapened mm-hmm. by the easy access to gain of subscribers. Uh, mm. through shorts still amazing feature i'm still like happy and blessed that i got it and i think um god gives you what you want mm-hmm. in different ways and you just kind of have to be like grateful for it yeah. oh that's beautiful yeah mm-hmm. I, I feel like when i post a tiktok and it'll be some random thing that has nothing to do with you know anything on brand that i usually post uh i feel that level of like kind of like just being unfazed by a certain amount of views because it's like this doesn't translate as much but yeah. when it comes to uh, your own platform and, and the type of content you've been posting, I will say that like at least th- the stuff that you've been posting, that's all on brand still. Yeah. So the 100K, whether it was from shorts or um, you know elsewhere, it's still content that you uh, posted on a consistent basis mm-hmm. that was all kind of on brand with like these interviews and yeah, the, yeah. the little... Uh, Twitch clips and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to ask you, who are these 100K? Like, who is that audience? Because I see your Twitch streams and yeah. it seems like it's a there's a community there. Yeah. And they all have kind of like similar, maybe cultural background, certain values and stuff like that. So who are, do you know your audience from the 100K on YouTube? No, because anywhere like I go and if I do get recognized, they're like, hey, I know you from somewhere. And like, I will not jump to a conclusion because I genuinely don't know where. Mm. I'm like, okay, do you know me from Ronald Pono? Like, do you know me from my interview clips? Do you know me from my Twitch streams? Like, what do you know me from? So I'll wait till they answer. And then I'm like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Yeah, that's where I'm from. And like, is it usually they, they've they seen you interviewing like people that it's popped up on their feed or something? Yeah. So they'll either interview like literally at my own mosque, like this Arab looking guy, he like comes to me and he's like, yo, you make those funny gaming clips. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like. I usually like at the mosque, it's like Ronald Pono related or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, I got that. Does it hit different when it's like a different audience at like? Yeah, like what do you value more? Um, place? I don't know. I think it's all dope. Like it's like cool. You know, I I always bring this guy up, but like Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. Like w- when I first found out they were the same person, I was like, that's so cool. Like, oh, he's from that TV show, but he's also this like singer. So. I like to have that multiple aspect like, oh, where do you know me from? Mm. And so I think it's really dope. But isn't it like, for example, if you make a song that is like super, I guess, personal or something like that, and somebody says like, I really liked that. Yeah. It doesn't that feel different than it like does, it does. something that you kind yeah. of would just made or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that definitely hits way more. Um, I think when people have an experience to it. So mm. one time I was at Best Buy and I was leaving and this manager pulls me. He's like, excuse me. I was like, oh shit. Like, did I steal something? Like what, I, what happened? <laughs> did I steal something? <laughs> <Accidentally>. <laughs> and uh, he was, he was like a Filipino guy. He was like, Asalaam alaikum banchod. What? Bro. How can you say those two things in the same? And I'm what? like, yo, what the heck? And then he was like, dude, like I, uh, like uh, our whole, uh, what's it called? Our whole, um, all our employees like watch your like gaming TikToks and whatnot. And, like, I would just, like, mess with people, like, you know, saying, like, random Urdu to people in the gaming clips. And I'm like, oh, that's so dope. And they're like, yeah, I learned so much Urdu from you. 
And I was like, oh, bro, that's... you're, you're going to get this guy beat by teaching <laughs> him that type of Urdu. <laughs> yeah. And then so when people tell me their experiences with like this stuff, I think that hits. And yeah. I think same with music, too. It's like someone's like, yo, I'm going through something and I actually like listen to your song. So that kind of is where it has the same feeling uh, a little bit. And I'm like, oh, that's that's awesome. Like speaking of which, I saw you're like dropping a song. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a personal song. I mean, like, I think all of them are like kind of personal in a way, but this is like more personal um looking forward to reading your diary (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i think um i haven't like i realized i haven't dropped like a rap song like solo Mm. in like three years like 2020 Mm. and i think making music and releasing it i very rarely do it Mm -hmm. like i rarely drop music maybe like once or twice a year and it feels like it's close together Mm -hmm. i don't know why for some reason but then i like look at because you're always creating something yeah yeah and it just time just goes by fast so I don't know. I think um, I want to do release more. And I think it's more fun that way. And I hope you know that every time I see a sunset, I sing in my head. Oh, that's funny. Do you like sunrise or sunset? <laughs> like literally in my su- my mind goes right there. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it has the playback value. Like uh, music can be repeated yeah. a bunch of times and certain, you know, uh, ways like certain aspects of content. is just like you post it and then it's, that's yeah, it. Yeah. That's, it's, it's, it's kind of gone. So it, I think like, Going forward, I even talked about this before, but I think when I'm making these interview content, like I also have now like people sponsoring me to go to these events and they like pay for it and stuff like that. It's good, but it's also like, damn, I got to do this a little bit more now, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Like the money's good, but it's kind of like, okay, I got to do this a little bit more now, but I kind of want to focus that like content to like music somehow Mm -hmm. and like have that same promotional aspect but drive it somewhere yeah Um, oh i hope i hope it works because uh certain people when they like uh go and take a certain angle and then they're like oh i'm making music now or something like that or even if they've been doing it for a while um the audience turns on them and they're like no yeah no more interviews (laughs) do what we say yeah yeah shut up an interview i mean it's better than just somebody who doesn't have a backing at all dropping music yeah yeah so i think um like it's just use that same like content knowledge and then like make it so good that like the content speaks for itself but it also like drives people there so um you guys both make music and you know another similarity between y'all is your hair yeah and so one of my friends now it is so one of my friends came across a tiktok uh that we just recently posted from the podcast and she sent us a text in the group and she wrote shamir spelled wrong shamir looks like frost more than frost looks like frost damn how do you feel how do i feel how do you feel that my entire identity (laughs) jacked has been stolen from me but you also lost your own identity (laughs) she said i look more like you than you (laughs) yeah it was stolen (laughs) I feel like <laughs> I that was so aggressive. No, no, it, I didn't mean to be. No, 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 no. It's okay. This is the plight no, of the Palestinian people, huh? This is the plight of the Palestinian people. Don't do this. Yo, you are chill. you are Israel. Yo, no, <laughs> stop this. Ill- <laughs> illegal occupation of my hair. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, and I'm getting support. From your friend and no, I'm kidding. I no, I, I I saw that comment and I was like, uh, when Amber sent it to us, and I, I thought of the Spider Man meme. Yeah, yeah, you said <laughs> that. That was funny. Um, but you're you're a big uh, Spider Man fan, so I wanted to ask you. Yeah. In uh in the Spider Man 
uh, multiverse. Yeah. Which Spider-Man would you be and which one would I be? Shoot. I don't know, man. That's hard. You're the expert. I am You're the, the one that stole my shit. Yeah. Okay. Back it up. Okay. So then you'd probably be uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Okay. Why? He's gone through the most. Like, he's, like, sad about this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, like, he's lost a lot. His Damn, identity. <laughs> his identity, you know. Damn, I, that's the worst one. <laughs> no, but people like him the most because he has gone through a lot. So you get that. Um, no, but he's not cool. Uh, he yeah. is cool. <laughs> Andrew Garfield? I don't think he's that cool. You don't think, you, who do you? Toby he's McGarry definitely, like, he's okay. definitely, like, a We very, can go this angle, too. You're yes. Toby Maguire. Yes. Because you're OG. OG. He's an OG. Toby Maguire with yeah. the dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the venom suit on. I just don't want to be Tom Holland. That's it. Wait, why? I thought you would want to be him. No. Why? Tom Holland, he's been given everything. He's, okay. he's like a guy spoiled. that's he's spoiled. And he also loses everything. You don't but think that you're him? I don't know. I'm don't. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I am spoiled in many ways. You get the hot Aunt May. <laughs> But that's my own aunt. I don't want to... Yeah, but I mean, come on. Yo, Toby Maguire's aunt? Yeah. Toby... Oh, uh, Sally Field? No, no. The old... Yeah, that's her name, right? I think so. Yeah. Like the Mrs. Doubtfire lady? No, that's the, uh, Andrew Garfield's. Oh. Yeah. Who's the aunt... Who's the aunt May? I don't know. I don't know what... I'm over here Googling Spider-Man. <laughs> like... Spider-Man. All right, we'll, we'll put up the pictures if we want to. I don't know. But for myself, I don't know. Uh, we'll give you Toby for the OG... Maybe we'll go. I'll go Andrew Garfield, even though I like Toby more. But you, well, you fit the uh, kind of what's it called? Skater boy. What? This is who you're saying is hot. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. This. Oh yeah, this is the original. This is the Toby Maguire Aunt May. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, nah, bro. Bottom, bot, or go to the second picture. Oh yeah, this is this is the Aunt May you get. Yeah, this is Tom Holland's Aunt May. Oh, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are doing the stepsister stuff. I mean, you can do it aunt. Step aunt? <laughs> is she really his aunt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is she really his aunt? I don't know. I'm just You're saying. You're like, yo, look, look, at the di- look at the difference yeah. between these two. Well, the thing is, in the comics, she's like old for some reason, even though he's like 16, right? Yeah, aunt being like grandma age so is interesting. So the newest one, they're like, let's make it realistic and let's make mm. it like closer to his age. And so that's why she's like, that's the type of aunt I want to be. <laughs> well, you're past that now, so. Aren't, I'm not. Aren't, I'm going to be her. Aren't you an aunt already? I am. Okay. What are y'all trying to say? <laughs> what are y'all trying to say? <laughs> I'm trying to be her. Okay. But we would classify you as the left half of left. You know. <laughs> Which aunt made you want to be? You're not even original. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, I, you're aren't frost. your nephews asking you, why aren't you married yet? <laughs> yeah. They are, and they just they just want their aunt who's like cool and pretty to like have. Yeah. I don't I don't know if those are their words. Well, Siam said that I'm pretty, and <laughs> he says I have good taste. He yeah. also says gang violence in his raps. Yeah, he does. That was he messed did. up. Yeah, he did. I saw that. But he said, uh, "Hi, my name is Bob, and I'm your very best friend. If you don't give me money, I'll kill all your friends." Dang. He's trying to compete against Adonis. Yeah. Oh my God. Don't talk to my man like that. that. <laughs> I like it when you like, like that. <laughs> I was playing on my iPad. iPad then I broke my iPad. iPad. <laughs> Wild, dude. Did you like it? Trash, fire, trash. Adonis. <laughs> Adonis Graham, fire, trash. <laughs> fire, trash. I go up and down. Like At first when I heard it, I was like, what is this? 
Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, wait, this kind of kind my, of goes. My, my man. Yeah. My man. Like, I, I like the rap pages that are uh, legit posting it. Like, yeah. like thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on Adonis Graham yeah. for a single? Yeah. Hey, what the, are we doing? Like, Complex is like, oh my gosh, Adonis Graham just dropped. Yeah, like, Complex <laughs> will like deep throat yeah. uh, Drake. Drake, all Travis day. Scott, like <laughs> LeBron. LeBron, like, oh my gosh, it's it's crazy. Yeah, it'll be like LeBron sitting on the side in the warm-up jersey preseason. It's like, LeBron's not playing today. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> they do that on purpose. Just They get so much like, oh, Complex only posts LeBron and Drake yeah. all day. But yeah, uh, that was pretty cool. Like I, that's It's really cute that Adonis has his own music video with all his little Chuck E. Cheese friends. Yeah. Just rapping. The, I thought the video was like well done. It's like all his friends like trying to play like a basketball thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the... A creativity behind it i think it's kind of cool it's cute um i do think it is corny but like hey he's a kid <laughs> i mean it's also drake's kid yeah it's, it's drake's kid like no on the, brand no what i mean is like not mm-hmm. the kid being corny but yeah. like drake setting drake. that up for his kid oh mm-hmm. i think that like aspect is a little corny when when drake showed up in like the press interview scene i thought that was cool <laughs> yeah like it's sometimes it's, it's hard to like uh fathom but it's like when you see it next to him it's like oh my god drake is his dad yeah like it's so weird when i mean corny though (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah. like how many of us can say that yeah one 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 adonis graham no but i'm also thinking like drake's head like you're you love music so much and your kid probably likes music Mm -hmm. like why not make him a legit music video and make him a song like I think that's also I think cute also too. Drake went through that because his dad was a musician, yeah, mm. uh, and a really talented one when he was growing up. So maybe he's like, I want to put my son in the same environment. Yeah, and I think that's really cool. Yeah. Although how corny it is, it's just like I it's mean, cool. he speaks French too, so that's really cool. <laughs> Wait, I really? S- yeah. Oh wow. But yeah, his he mom does. Speaks French. He was oh. teaching Drake uh, French mm-hmm. in in like one of his uh, Instagram stories. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I want to see. Um, I want to see uh, DJ Khaled's son. Um, Rap battle, Assad, Assad, come up for it. and be like, "I got Adonis. I got <laughs> ten Adonis tracks on my album right now. That would be I like so cute. What Adonis like? <laughs> Can you imagine they continue that relationship? That'd be funny. That's fire. I don't That'd think it'll be, so be like that though. I don't know why. I just have a feeling like I feel like Assad's gonna be like a lot more socially aware than DJ Khaled, but it would lose its appeal. Yeah. Oh, I think I think DJ Khaled knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, but I feel like a part of his like i don't know a part of his whole persona is like only attractive not attractive but like we like it because it's like kind of like there's a cognitive distance he seems like he's off but he's like actually on yeah 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 and i think it's cool or maybe he's just off and loud about it and he's just so like powerful in the music industry that doesn't matter. exactly yeah. i mean he came up from a lot so it makes sense why he's respected but certainly the social media aspect especially when he started on snapchat people were just like it became so uh, almost like bizarre and annoying that people were like, nah, there's something here. And then the kind of like making fun of it became the fun of it. Mm. And now he like everything he does is just like, let's go golfing. Yeah, bring let's out go the golfing. yacht. Tell him bring out the whole ocean. Yeah. Tell him bring, you know. I think he just doesn't everything. care. And he's like, let's roll with it. Like, let's do it. It makes him money. It yeah. makes it brings him attention at the end of the day. Like, that's what they're doing. And he's genius at it. That's right. What was your, uh, what was the brown guy X you wanted to talk about? Oh, okay. So I was like on TikTok the other day and there's this girl named Maniha. Um, and she just had like a post about like brown guy X. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get your guys' perspective. Um, and we'll, we'll go through like each brown guy. Is it like Ick or not? Is that what we're deciding? 
Uh, you just whatever you're. Yeah, I guess okay. we'll do that. Like ick or not, or if you guys agree, or if you want to add on to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just thought like the first few were very funny. <laughs> so her first brown guy ick was when they dye the tip of their hair blonde. <laughs> and that was the first one. I was like, oh, dude. Because I did Well, this. you dyed your whole head blonde. Yeah. No. But then it ended up becoming tips. So yeah. like, yeah. Know a lot in this uh, in this category. Yeah. Seen a lot of those. Yeah. It, what do you guys I, think? Can do you I think switch it was from it? Zane? Yeah. Same energy, though. What? Uh uh, caramel highlights. Okay. Uh, br- she, she highlights. Al- she also said like any or any highlights. Highlights. Brown guys with highlights gets to me. Okay. Was so this not- a thing before Zane or no? Yeah. What? Yeah. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, I think- like tan friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a lot of guys when, like, who would Zane... wear do highlights. Growing up, like probably middle and high school, I feel like there's a lot of brown guys who would like do little like oh, okay. yeah, little highlights and stuff. So that's a ick for you. I'm gonna go with ick. Yeah. What do you, What are your thoughts? I mean, it's probably not ick for you, but like, what do you think of these? Guys, they get, get highlights really blonde. I think I think it just has to, if it fits, if it looks right. Yeah. I know some some people it just doesn't look like it fits their aesthetic almost. Yeah. But if you could pull it off, like yeah, yeah. it no, gives fab energy. It does. I I would say, but I think it depends on the person too, because mm. I think there's some people where like they're just like super cool or like you know trying to be something like big. And if when their they style do, matches it. Yeah. If, yeah. But like, there's some people that do it because it goes against the grain. Like okay, I think I think I know what it is for me. I yeah. think it's if they take care of their hair, like for example, if it's like nice and fluffy and blow dried and everything, like cool. But if you're like a typical like they like oily hair, <laughs> like it's all flat and then you have the tips highlighted, yeah. that's super icky. That's okay. sticky. <laughs> uh, all right, the next one is when their beard doesn't connect. This whole one also hit me. Ooh. <laughs> like how are you gonna? You know, it's genetics, okay, bro. Let's say not an ick, but not a yum. Okay. I disagree with this one. You think it's an ick? Some people, it, I think it depends on the, um, what's it called? The symmetry of it. Uh, some people have patches. Yeah. And it looks sick. Like, it looks really... Like dope? It looks really nice, yeah. Okay. So, some people can pull off patches. And also, like... Uh, even people who have like full beards, full mustache, everything, they sometimes carve out certain areas to give it like more shape or like, you know, make the mustache stand out on its own yeah. to do like the French beard. Yeah, but that's not like they're talking about like the like growth pattern here. Well, yeah, so well, he's talking about like how you if you groom it, it could mm-hmm. work well, like even if your beard yeah. is patchy. Because so, certain people with patchy beards, you know, like kind of like a scruffy, like uh, just woke up kind of look mm. Yeah, of like. You know, the patchiness, and again, it looks like it, if you take care of yourself otherwise um, and everything else looks nice, If especially, like, if somebody's attractive, yeah. then the patchiness, like, <laughs> they don't care about connecting Brown beards. Brown guys with patchy beards make really good friends. Interesting. All right, yeah, see, this is, that's like, messed up. that's not a category yeah. of guys. <laughs> like, bra- like, there's not, like, guys I whose want the beards patchy connect. Beard best friend. Yeah, they make the best of friends. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it has no effect on their personality. Whereas, like, the first one, like, highlights, like, you are, like, choosing to do something to be uh, perceived a certain way. Whereas, yeah. if your beard doesn't connect, it's not, like. Why are you choosing like, to be patchy? I, I, honestly, it patchy might have it. some effect. Because, like, if the guy has, like, a nice beard, he probably is, like, 
you know, full of himself. You, 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 think, like you yours think is a, like quote unquote patchy, but like yours is still uh, because it's grown out. Like yeah. it, it works. Yeah, that's you know? what he's talking. Why about. are you sucking your what? lips? Are you <laughs> just talking about that? <laughs> he's like, yeah. No, you think that you pull up to a dawa at the party and uh, you know you walk in and the gentleman sitting there like brother. Your beard does not connect. Please go sit over there with the other the female section. Well, I will <laughs> say, though, that, like, I was talking to a guy with a really solid, nice beard. And the first thing that guys would say to him immediately was, bro, nice beard. Mm. Like, that would be, like, within okay, seconds. Okay, that's because he, like, like every grooms single it. person. There's would... guys whose beards connect that don't groom it, and it doesn't look nice. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You mentioned this before. You thought the guy's beard or beard for guys is, like, makeup. Shaping of it, like if you like a nice shaping of your beard and hairline, and you know grooming, can be an effect of similar to makeup. And I think Frost kind of uh, confirmed that by the way you like shape whatever you have. You and you disagreed otherwise. Like right now? Yeah, like right now. I mean, I think that just goes with taking care of yourself. That's yeah. like if that's like if I showed up with um, just like I don't know my hair, just like down messy yeah. like um yeah yeah 100% smelling bad but that's not like kind of the shower. same well, I mean not like the same thing but it's take away the not taking a shower and smelly but if you don't know or don't get that type of grooming done or can't I think, do it yourself I think there's I think there's people that spend a lot of time on their beards mm. and like you know with the oils and like oh it's too much it's and faded it doesn't help and all them. that like I just trim yeah. you know shape up and we're good to go it maybe takes like once a week, uh, like 15 minutes max. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. But makeup, I feel like it can go a lot longer. Nyam, can, nyam, nyam, there's nyam, a lot nyam, more nyam, options. Nyam, nyam. <laughs> it's fine. It's a good take. It's, it's a good take. <laughs> yeah. It's just I, a I generic take. I didn't agree at first, but I kind of get it now. Thanks. All right. Well, the next one is when his mom still does his laundry or clean his room. I'm trying to I'm trying to think about who wrote this because this is this is says more about the person who wrote it than it does for the guys who it happens to, which is like majority of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's not an ick unless that because I have a lot of friends that are married now. Yeah. That that habit never like they never learned how to do things properly because their moms were doing it for so long yeah. and they just don't know how to like take care of like pick up after themselves do their laundry like leave a plate here whatever that whole case is and so i can see that it develops into an ick for sure um because of like what the effects of it are yeah whereas somebody who might like move out and like learn how to like you know take care of themselves and things around them it they might know how to do it a little bit better yeah and i the guys that i've talked to that either live on their own take care of their whole self and like their space. And they care a lot about it to a much higher degree than guys who live with their moms and they do everything for them. Mm. So half ick. Yeah. Half ick for me. I, the only reason I do my laundry is not even because like I want to be more responsible and whatnot. For me, it's simply when my mom ever did my laundry, it would get mixed up with my brother's stuff mm. and it's fine. Like it getting mixed up, but like, I'm like, where's this like shirt yeah. I was looking for? Where's this jacket I was looking for? Where these socks I was looking for, and I have to dig into his. So I'm like, oh, it's just much easier if I do it. Yeah, so. my crop tops kept getting mixed up with my toddler nephew. <laughs> He's like wearing them. <laughs> no, I started <laughs> wearing his too. Oh. 
Popo, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on um, what else they're doing. Like, I don't think that... What was it? Laundry and what? Laundry or clean as a room. Yeah. Uh, clean, clean a room is a little bit like... You should definitely be cleaning your own room, I think. I don't know... Yeah, like making your like making your bed and stuff. Yes. Okay, that's a little much. I feel like that's the first thing you should do when you. But laundry up. is fine. Well, yeah. What I, what I was gonna say about laundry is like I think it depends on what else they're doing. So it's like uh, a lot of people live in a household where everybody has certain responsibilities. Mm. Somebody goes and you know cuts the grass. Somebody's uh, going yeah. to get the mail, and somebody's cooking, and somebody's getting laundry, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, if, I think that makes more sense. If you're if like that's not one of your things that you do and you're not worried about it getting mixed up with your brother or your nephew, um, then like that's not a that doesn't determine uh, how you'll go moving forward. There's a lot. I know, like, for example. But um, as long as you know how to do you know how to laundry. Yeah. Yeah, I know how to laundry. <laughs> I, I feel like laundry is like over kind of like complicated. Yeah, people no like reason. mess, se- don't yes, separate your no. reds and whites. Like, I mean, yeah. But you it's do, like, you but do separate, I, I you have to you separate your whites, you know? You can learn it. it within like an hour. You can, but at the same time, like it's not just the process of laundry. It's taking out your laundry, separating it, doing it in different loads, and then making sure it gets back to your closet. Like, let me give you the girl equivalent of that, uh, that guys I will hear sometimes. It's like, if she doesn't cook, Mm-hmm. That's an ick. Mm. And I, I think the difference is um, like cooking, it takes a lot longer to learn. Yeah. So if they're not cooking um, yet and like they need they need a lot more time to learn afterwards. So it's like give some leniency. But also it's not like they can't cook once uh, they're on their own. If, if you're studying, if you're working, stuff like that, and you're living at home and your mom is making the meals, like that's very helpful. Why would you... Uh, mm-hmm. Go out of the way to cook your own food just to avoid being an ick. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, but oh, it's I don't want to be. It's also to you know, like learn with your mom and like, of course, provide for your. Yeah, but it's still th- there is like a weird stigma yeah, around yeah. it where like you know when I was growing up they'd be like, oh, like you should cook with your mom because what are you gonna like show provide, your mother-in-law? Yeah. What are you gonna show? It your makes husband? sense. And I'm like, well, what about sense. for me? You know. <laughs> so then when I took on that whole independent stance and then I started actually learning how to cook. I'm like, okay, cool. And I do think there is a certain level where like at, like some people, if it is going to take you a longer time, like you should start trying to learn because yeah. it's a good life skill to have. It depends. It all depends on in either case on your attitude. There's people that will like I've heard girls say like, oh, I'm not like I'm not going to cook. Yeah. And it's like, why? why? Yeah. Why? You know, like for me personally, if I'm living uh, alone with my future spouse i want to be also learning with her yeah if she doesn't know how to cook like we can learn together yeah, like yeah. that's my thing it's like if or if i don't know how to do something i'm not gonna be like oh i'm, I'm not man enough yeah like it's it's okay but if my attitude is that like let's do this let's go in together um i know for example like my sister when she was at home she didn't cook much like my mom did all the cooking, yeah. but as soon your as your mom left, was also a goat cook, so she like, is a really good. Like cook. I feel like if you even tried cooking like next to her, you'd be like, yeah. No. Oh well, if you so. try to cook next to her, she will like get upset. She's <laughs> like, you're doing it wrong, <laughs> yeah. and she and she doesn't tell you like it takes this many cups, it takes this many spoons, whatever. She's like, don't ask me questions like that. I don't know, and then she'll come while you're attempting to do it yourself and sprinkle in <laughs> quick th- little ingredients and run away and and make you think that you cooked it by yourself yeah. but really she was just being trying to be nice and be like oh look you did it but she yeah. put in her own secret recipes i mean i i understand that though i understand why she does it like i've seen some of my friends like who are maybe are not that good cooks but are like married 
and I'll see them cooking and I see them struggling and I know exactly what it is that they need to do to just fix it, like yeah. a problem that they're facing. So like I'll try to put them in a different direction and fix what they're messing oh up. Gosh. So like I feel for her in that moment because I'm like, I don't want to like step on your toes and make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. But there's a very simple fix here. Like your chicken's burning. Add some water yeah. or like, you know, you're anything like that. Like just let me help. But if you try to help, it comes across as you doubting their abilities. Yeah. Was there any more? There's yeah. Yeah. There's a, a little bit more. Um, the ones that claim they don't have anger issues. Whoa, that part. Mm. You agree? See, is, there, is this saying okay. that like everyone, all guys have anger issues? I, th I think there's definitely a lot of uh, like internal kind of traumas that occur within brown families um, that makes Too deep. guys. This is ick or not. I know, but it's it has to do with it. Okay. Like it makes guys <laughs> uh, not able to express their emotions yeah, as well. We were talking about the last like. Well, last episode, we're talking about, like, guys need to be more expressive. Mm. And I think, like, guys are just, like, bottling up and kind of, like, express it mm -hmm. in, like, their angers, you know, at home or whatnot. Or, like, just just kind of carry on from what they've seen mm. at home and know that that's, like, kind of the way or whatever. Yeah. Okay, too deep. What's what's your take? <laughs> <laughs> just like, yes, it's an ick. And then you'll get beat. <laughs> You'll get beat. <laughs> no. She, she, I'm sorry. This is dark, but like, <laughs> she's getting beat. Ew, what an ick. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's <So> gross. gross. <laughs> how uh, do you, how do you, uh, do a, uh, like a clearance check of that? How do you, honestly, it's their reactions because they mm. could be saying that they're like not, they're, oh, I never get angry. They, they say they don't have anger issues, but then they face a problem. And even though they're not outwardly angry, you can tell that there's a huge mm. change in their energy, which comes across as a massive ick. In fact, I would rather you express yourself. So don't yell at me because don't raise your voice at me, buddy. But I'd rather you express yourself and be able to like communicate. I would take um, I don't have anger issues with uh like that same energy as they're unable to communicate efficiently mm, okay. because if you can communicate efficiently sense. fabulous yeah. but if you cannot and, and you're expressing it in different ways that is now affecting the relationship go take a bike you're trying to establish power bike. rather than trying to resolve uh an issue yeah like silence is not going to be punished for punishment for me just leave yeah okay interesting that's okay. a good one there, there this is a funny one <laughs> The ones that have like a BMW or like a nice car, <laughs> but have their Instagram sticker like on the car or something. We have that, a few friends like that. That's that's a lot of my friends. And I will say it is. I think I agree. Like this is the one <laughs> where I agree. Like they're very into their car mm -hmm. and they're like very focused on that. Mm -hmm. OK, I'll say this. I think that like for us, for example, like as artists, we have a lot of things that we enjoy doing, spending money on. Um and that we're, yeah, it's just, it's just an interest, right? Like if we had, we didn't have this, it's like, where do you put something, your money, your time into something that you can like work on? And for like our friends, for example, they work on their cars, yeah. like they buy parts, they tune them up, they race them. And, and it's like a project. Yeah, yeah. And I think as, uh, like people just need something to look forward to, something to work on, to to feel accomplished about. Yeah. And 
maybe it's maybe it's like it is that deep and at the same time surface level. Yeah. Like it's just kind of easy to say I'm into cars, but really it's just like I just want something to be proud of and and you know feel like I earned. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What do you think about? It? I think it's only an ick if their parents paid for it. Mm. So you, is good. it something that they invested in and they're like you know like trying really hard at it if they're just like wanting to be flashy and that's something that their parents yeah. just straight up bought right off and they're just like oh look at my fancy car then so you think no. a car guy's hot um i wouldn't say they're hot but if they're passionate about something it's hot wait yeah. do you judge them by the type of car that they drive yeah no like if he pulls if up on, if, it, do. if it's like really messed up and like really whatever all right but 1998 like, <laughs> toyota corolla if he pulls up in that yeah. and is like you know i'm modest I'm modest. I would be like, do you want me to help you look for like maybe like a nicer job? No, but if you saw him in like a Mercedes, you'd be like, ooh. I right? don't really think that. I, no? no, because I've sat in some really nice cars and I'm like, okay. I think objectively speaking, this is a nicer car. But I don't know. And like, the, you I don't can, feel I, any type of way. No, like, I can see that they're trying to like, they, think, they, they think that I'm impressed yeah. and I'm like. Mm. So you're just different, I think. I feel I, like a lot of girls like will be impressed by that. If it's a nicer car, like it's like comfortable and clean. I think the the standard is like it's just a nice, yeah. clean, comfortable car. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be the nicest of the nice because I don't know any better. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know different types of cars. But if it looks generally nice, yeah. then cool. I'll tell you the ick about it. I think the ick about it is when they drive a really nice car, but then they drive really fast mm. trying to impress the girl. That's it. Yeah. And they're and the girl is like genuinely scared. Because it's like one so thing to scared. be yeah. it's one thing to be with so the homies scared. and like your lane <laughs> shifting and like just cutting through traffic in crazy ways. And but the loud sounds, like they're like, Oh yeah, girls are gonna love this because guys are like, Oh yeah, this sounds girls nice. do not. But yeah. I've seen like certain people or driving I don't. <laughs> and, and like girls in the car are like, hey, like I'm fearing for my life. Can you please slow down? And they're like, nah, like I could drive. <laughs> if it's one thing I do, like you're not Vin Diesel. This is not Fast and Furious. <laughs> calm down. You're going to turn to Paul Walker if yeah. you don't calm down. R. That R. was a fire Damn. take. Yeah. Damn. R.I.P. There's some more, but uh, we can save for next one if you guys want to go. Um, maybe we could take it uh, uh, to Patreon. Okay. Let's yeah. do let's do like a. a Two more topics and, and we'll wrap yeah. this up and then we'll take it to Patreon. Okay. Yeah. If you're not subscribed to our Patreon, we do bonus episodes on there. So we're going to have... Um, tell us the topics more. we're going to talk about on Patreon. Yeah, I'm going to tell a really, really interesting slash gross slash funny story on Patreon. So it'd be a Patreon exclusive. So come over there and yeah. listen to and it. And then we'll do a take on uh, Dylan Dennis, Logan Paul, and the future of... Uh, influencer boxing. I'm actually embarrassed to tell the the Patreon story. So as well as more uh, of these brown guy icks. Yeah, yeah. We'll finish the rest. So uh, by the way, like, let us know what you guys think about this longer episode. If you guys enjoy it, uh, we obviously enjoyed recording it. But yeah, yeah. Um, let's do let's do this. Uh, Amber has a story she wants to share, and then Shimmer, you can uh, close it out from there. Okay, so really quickly, before I jump right into the story, I we've had this as a dinner table topic before, but for the sake of the podcast, like, how do you guys feel about ghosting or like being ghosted or ghosting? Just a quick take. Yeah, uh, ghosting, I think I used to do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am a friend of Casper. <laughs> Casper, yeah, I used to do it. Um, and then I matured and I think it's nice to let them know that like hey maybe this is not it uh i will say it is immature to do but i understand when somebody does it is there a limitation 
Oh, sorry. Like, <laughs> what? I was just saying, like, is there a limitation to ghosting? I, I look at it if, like, it's uh, the maturity of the other person and your own maturity of, like, if somebody is just, like, sometimes it's called for, like, mm. okay, yeah. yeah, this person is not either serious or whatever, ghost, and then it's not even, like, you don't even feel bad about it because it's just like there's nothing there but if you're like if you're talking for a while or something like that and it's deep conversations and things like that and then you're just left stranded then it's like whoa yeah it's also not like a dating thing exclusively like it could be like somebody's like you know just messaging you about wanting to know something you're just like all right like leave them on red or whatever Mm. it's like i met in the dating world yeah i think i feel like that would be different i don't know yeah i feel like dating ghosting is different than Mm -hmm. that okay yeah you think dating ghosting is worse well, it's just a different thing because yeah. if you're talking about, for example, business and uh, just, you know, your DMs and things like that, I feel like that's a different uh, yeah. respect and Investment. like power level. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. Yeah, things like that. Um, okay, well, um, I was going to say like, when is it okay to ghost? But I feel like we kind of got that. I have, like you were a friend of Casper. I was Casper. Okay, <laughs> I, I, She was Casper. I, I was Casper, okay? And I made up for it by calling it ethical ghosting for a long time i was sticking by the fact that it's not ghosting guys it's ethical ghosting yeah i heard you say this at uh while we were having dinner one time and i was like please stop yeah (laughs) what 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 could possibly uh be the definition of ethical ghosting that you felt like you needed to be uh to come up with a term for it yeah i mean what is it's an excuse right like that's what it is um, but, and also it makes me feel less bad about it because I'm like under certain grounds, I should be allowed to ghost. And then I got the biggest ghosting of my life. It happened to me. And now I no longer an undeserving in- ghost. Uh, personally, I would say, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, before we continue, um, what was someone left you a review, right? on your profile oh yeah on my like uh minder salams app i've been endorsed by like four different people and i only have one endorsement and it's ghosted (laughs) like (laughs) that's my only four out of four review of ghosting (laughs) yeah like i just they just said that i have one endorsement like you could be like oh is a good muslim is nice great conversationalist i only have one it's ghosting and it has multiple endorsements you're a serial ghoster i am rotten tomatoes all the way rotten (laughs) (laughs) so imagine i go from that and now i'm like ghosting is wrong okay i have never been ghosted this bad in my life i don't really think i've been ghosted that much this takes the cake city boys (laughs) (laughs) city boys are all the way up so i was i'm going to california this week okay And I was talking to this dude for a couple of months and I thought it would be a good opportunity because I was staying with my friend there to get that sausage milk Uh, for us. (laughs) It's a reference to the beginning. Yeah. (laughs) So basically this person does not live in the area. Um, They live like in a different state and they were just going to meet me there. They had a friend that lived there. And then what state do they live in? New York. This guy was going to fly from New York to California to meet you. To, no, no, we already met. But they were the reason why is because I'm going there for a wedding, and they were going to come as my date to this wedding. Ah, uh, mm. it's more like loose there. Like, is this, is this a white wedding? The it's like a half Palestinian, half white wedding. Oh, okay. So the idea Palestini, was Palestini, Palestini. And so he was going to meet me there. He was going to stay with a friend, and then we were going to go to the wedding together, hang out, kind of in Cali together, and get to just like know each other a little bit more. 
Um, he also was planning on coming down for my birthday. Um, there's all these plans that we had just to get to know each other more because he doesn't live here. So a you're a notorious uh, match vacationer. Can no, I say that? Relax. Oh, I can't say that? No. <laughs> I already said it. Is it fine? It's fine. Um, but m- m- the whole thing is that, like, I'm not, like, going and, like, Amber does the honeymoons week. before. That's not true. I was just going to meet up with them there and then go to this wedding together. And I thought it would be cute. See the vibes. Okay. The that way, when I come back home, I'll be able to see, like, okay, do I really like this guy? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We were talking for five months. And we have all these plans stacked up. I RSVP'd with his name for the table card and put his like food preference in everything. I booked my ticket. Amber, this is like married for like 20 years behavior. No, it's not. How? Like you already know what he wants to eat. No, I asked him like we're going to when you take a plus one to a wedding. I feel like my my dad still doesn't know my mom's favorite color. I, I, I am not putting these things down. He is filling out this information himself. Okay. Because we have established that he is going as my plus one to this wedding. Okay. And so he is not filling out, filling out this information. It's on the knot. Like, you know, the knot.com you put yeah. on. Straight up, tell me why. Like, he was like, oh, yeah, like my uncle's not feeling well, blah, blah, blah. I was like, how's your uncle? I never heard from him again. We have plans for him coming down for my birthday. We have plans for him to go to Cali uh, and attend this wedding with me. That he, that his name will be sitting right next to me on the table. Yeah. And this man just ghosted me. Damn. Were you talking to? Uh, did you have his phone number? Yes. Did you call him? Um, I texted him again. <laughs> just Why call did you him. call him? Let's do it. Yeah, We're let's do it now. Him now. <laughs> no. If you guys called from my phone, I wouldn't care. Ooh. I'll call. And what are you going to say? You just, just call like, like, yo, you good? Like, how's your how's uncle? uncle Ben? <laughs> yeah, how's Uncle Ben? <laughs> this is Toby. And then if he, if, if he can't ben. come, then ask the uncle to come. I feel like... Do you think the uncle is like actually going through something? Or yeah, could yeah, be yeah, like yeah, uncle yeah. The uncle was actually going through something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. The uncle was definitely... Maybe he just needs something. emotional support, you know? Well, I mean, I reached out to him. And so a month went by after he ghosted me. And I just randomly got rage out of nowhere. So I sent him a very strongly worded text message. What an ick. But like also I this is my thing is like when is it okay to be a crazy girl? Like I'm I'm not like a crazy girl type. But then That sounded super crazy, right? <laughs> but in this instance, I was like, How dare you? Yeah. You're, this is not something light where we're like, What's your favorite color? And then they don't respond. Bro, we have plans. How old is he? Twenty nine. And uh what's it like when you were talking to him, like what's his maturity level? Yeah. He seems really like like mature when it comes to like professionalism and stuff, but there's some things that are off. Okay, let's talk about the things that are off. Yeah. Okay. What are the things that are off? He used to be in a gang. Amber. <laughs> and that's been the podcast. I mean, what, 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 what do you want us to do? Yeah. Wait, what wait, do you wait. Wa- so being in a gang requires a lot of commitment. Yeah. And he couldn't even commit <laughs> to you. <laughs> that's, lo- that's loyalty breached. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say like, the, oh, here's what happened. She like threw up the wrong sign. She said <laughs> yeah, the wrong yeah. Thing. she's, oh my God. Maybe was he like a blood and you were talking like, like crib, yo, what's like, up, cuz? Yeah, what's up? And you were, and he was like. Man. Were you wearing blue like some day? gang, like, I can't go, yeah, go to LA no more. She was the blue milk. He was the red one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what kind of milk you drink? You whole milk. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was going through a lot, but at the same time. What are gang? the other, fl- hold on. Gang he's, okay, he's in a like, gang. He used to be in a gang. All right. His uncle got quit? shot probably, right? No, no, no. Stop, stop. His uncle was sick. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, uncle. Sorry, uncle. Yeah. 
Um, and then he would like, we were like somehow going on trips at the same time. So, you know, like right before you go on a trip, you're like really overwhelmed. And then right when you come back, you're like really overwhelmed, especially when you're like working and stuff. Sure. Um, so he was being overwhelmed by these like situations and I communicated once in the past where I was like, it's okay that you're overwhelmed, but you have to communicate that you're overwhelmed because I can't assume. Mm-hmm. I'm not a mind reader. You have to speak up. Yeah. So we established pretty good like understanding on the grounds of like, hey, it's okay that you start to communicate less, but just communicate that you're about to start communicating less. Like You just need to talk about it. So this time around, he was about to get ready to go on a trip, and then he just ghosts. Or he came back from a trip and he ghosted. Is he alive? He is. Yeah. Can okay. we call him? Yeah. It, I would have to talk. What then. if there's like a like a gang operator? Like, would you like to reach his line? <laughs> <laughs> the ga- Press the, three. The gang the HR. The HR. Yeah. <laughs> what if he actually picks up? Then this will be great. Yeah, this will be perfect. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Be like, uh, never mind. We'll talk. No, later. be like, be like, why did you ghost? Yeah. Like, what happened? Are you still coming like, to hey, the wedding? Don't we need to get his permission that we're recording him for a podcast. Well, we we have no mention of his name. We have there's no like identity yeah. attached to his name. Okay, Amber, you're worried about the legal issues, yeah. and if if he takes you to court, he's in a gang. Like, just be like, he's not in a gang. Yo, what if to... his gang pulls up on us? Like, yo, you put me on a podcast, bro. Yeah. Like, what would we do? That's a. I mean, if I went out like that, I'd be pretty That'd be satisfied. Badass, yeah. Like, yeah. Our ratings would go through the roof. Like, I'd be on a Gildan. They would they would pay me next to Pop Smoke <laughs> and Kobe Bryant. But like you'd be at the one bottom. Of the, one of those paintings. <laughs> oh yeah. I would be doing, Harambe. Like, I would be Frost. doing the painting in the painting. <laughs> Harambe for us, like Kobe Bryant. I'm the only one that would have made the T-shirt. So let you me make the T-shirt now. I would. Yeah, that's that smart. And then release promote it. it, market it, mm. and then like when it happens, we like we called it. All sales go to Amber's next pre-honeymoon. Yeah. It's whatever. Call. Call. Call him? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. And now I'm really podcast. about to look crazy because I texted him like four days ago and he never opened the text. How about you? You want to answer? Just be like, hey, like, come to the wedding. Because <laughs> would it be weird? Like, It's been, well, no, it's no, been no, a she's month she's since gonna, we talked. Oh, you're she's calling. Okay. Talk. Yeah. It's I thought he month. was calling for some reason. Okay, we're we're here to solve issues. Okay, so what am I, what's, the, what's the situation? What do you, what, what call would you him say? and ask him why he ghosted me? What would you, yeah. Amber? Call right now and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay. Just like mute and be like, Yo. we'll like whisper to you because you can hear us in yeah, your yeah. ears. So we're like, we'll talk like this. Okay. 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 No, you have to put the headphones I know, on. I'm trying. I'm trying to find one. Okay. We're placing the call. Alrighty. To Amber's ghoster, <laughs> Mister Jin. Mr. Jin. Call him Mr. Jin. What if he picks up? Gang boy. I hope he does. Okay, so he's alive. Okay, he's not going to pick up. Why? He's literally not going to pick up. Why? Amber let in. He's alive. If he picks if he picks up, I may hang up. Your heart is beating so fast right now. I can hear it. so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. Please don't pick up, actually. Please pick up. Please pick up. I really hope pick up, pick up. Mr. Jin. Mr. Jin. Come on. Yeah, he's not picking up. He's probably in a gang fight right now. Okay. <laughs> gang war. <laughs> <laughs> All right, he didn't pick up for all of us. Why didn't you leave a voicemail? I don't do that. Dang, bro. That would have been good. I yeah, know. your gang boyfriend is ghosting. That's sad. Yeah, I didn't like it from the beginning. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was like me thinking that I don't give anybody a chance. And then I was like, 
hmm, maybe I should give somebody a chance. But you the person I gave a chance used to be in a gang. Did you uh, run up his ID? Like, yeah. check on his background? Background check? Like, Yeah, I mean, I did Google search him. <laughs> yeah, but like, There's like mugshots? Like <laughs> check the court system. Was it attractive that he was in a gang? Like, no, is there some no. that like, was something that I was like yeah. very, very like strongly against, and I found there's, out there's got to be some. No, look, I found look at the state of women. The beard does not connect. What but, an ick! But, but he's gang. in a gang. Oh hell yeah! He's I'm going not on a vacation in a gang. With him. <laughs> to be in a gang. This but, is the state. And I mean, this is to what be I'm fair, against. I didn't know that he was in a gang when I got set up with him, and I thought that because somebody was setting me up with him, that it was a more reliable match, but weeks into us speaking and having really good conversation and like like being like okay this is kind of nice then i found out he's in a gang i feel like this gang is like lame amber's like, the only person that i know that looks at Blueface's relationship and says i want that <laughs> i want that <laughs> that's what i want it's no. really sad if you look at my twitter history it's like joe biden and then krishan rock and then it's like israel's page and then it's like Blueface. <laughs> <laughs> you're all the way corrupt yeah yeah corrupt you are an ick Oh, oh! <laughs> Tell me more. Um, is that the end of that? That's the end. I of think that. we've heard enough. Yeah, of that. I think that's enough. That was interesting, though. Sad. Um, so I'm no longer a ghoster. Yeah, and I did communicate efficiently after that. Nice. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are going to be ending this podcast, but I won't be here next week because I'm going to TwitchCon um, in two days. It's going to be exciting. It's how how long is the TwitchCon? It's like three, four days. But basically, for me, right, I went last year. It was, it was very it was interesting. You okay. go in there, right? And it's just like everyone's like a streamer. Like it's not like fans and streamers. It's Wait, like, so is everybody walking around like streaming, like live streaming like as it's going a on? A few people. But like there's a bunch. But it's just so much. Like There's no fans. It's not like a VidCon. It, there's some fans, but like most of it is like... People are in the industry, like doing this. So for me, when as soon as I entered, I'm like, this is overwhelming. Like, are people in costumes and stuff? Like usually no, these conventions, no. like people, everyone's are... just dressed normally or like okay. however they dress. But I walk in there and I'm like, what the heck? And so even though I like stream and stuff, I just didn't know like 95 percent of the streamers. But all my friends did that are like in the space. What do you mean, like the ones that are kind of like, are they at panels? Do they have like, are they doing streaming sessions? Yeah. So they're doing all this, right? Okay. And so then like my friends that I'll be with, they're like, dude, I just walked by like this person. They like some famous streamer. They're like, they just walked by. Us. Rodeo Sage 7. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And I'm like, I don't know why. Who? <laughs> I'm like, who? And they're like, you don't know. And I'm like, no, like I honestly don't know. Cause like, I feel like I'm just new in this space. But, um, last year, like big famous streamers would like just walk by casually. They'll probably have like, like a I show speed. Like I, was he there? He wasn't there, but oh. Kai Sanat. Okay. I was literally like two feet away from him. Whoa. And Aiden he, Ross. Aiden Ross was there. I didn't see him though. Wow. Hudson Piker, like all these people just walking mm -hmm. around and like Ludwig, all these other like people are just like walking around. Like, um, and so it's, it's like kind of like mind blowing. Like you see these people on the internet and then you're just like right there, just like walking mm -hmm. around and you can like have a conversation with them and, like talk to them. Obviously, they'll probably get like storm piled eventually if they stick around in one place. But it's interesting. And then there's like a lot of people there, like companies wise and whatnot. But so, what are you going to the yeah. going there to do? Are you like learning about you know the space, the the community and stuff it, like that? For me, connections. For me, last year I went just to like make content, mm. and um and which I did, and I think um what what I gained more from that was networking. Mm. Uh, like I made very valuable connections and like 
um, like people in like different companies and stuff like that. Like they might be like the marketer for this company or, you know, like um, because of that, I got to go into like FaZe Clan's like headquarters and like all these other headquarters when I went to LA. So it's like, it's, you know, we don't see that often here, but it's just interesting to like go there and just like meet people. And mm -hmm. I think that's like, and it's not even like just streamers. Like one of my favorite artists was there, Kyle, mm -hmm. Kyle the Rapper. He was oh, like cool. walking around and like I was trying to go and interview him. Like I was like, yo, like let me interview mm -hmm. him. But I got to his group and I was like, hey, where's Kyle? And they were like, oh, he left. And I was like, shit. But he's mm -hmm. like, oh, like you can interview us. And then one of my friends recognized one of the guys and he was a Pakistani like esports gamer, like in oh, Call cool. of Duty. Whoa. So I ended up and he was part of Kyle's team. So, like, now we're connected. And then okay. he was like, yeah, like, I'm in boxing esports. I won, like, you know, a couple hundred thousand, like, from this esports tournament. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I didn't even know about that world. So, yeah, when you're putting it like that, it makes a lot more sense because uh, I forgot that, like, you know, these networking events that happen usually in more traditional corporate settings, like, they happen all the time. And they're getting more and more niche as we go on. Like, one of the events that we performed at uh, where we were opening for Mickey Singh was an American, Pakistani Americans, physicians. Yeah. Uh, what, like a, it was basically a convention? Yeah, convention, yeah. Convention. And, you know, they have entertainment and stuff like that there, but it was so that, you know, they could all get together, meet up and have the sense of community. Yeah. And now it's like, you might not have that many streamers around you. I don't even know if you know any um, that yeah. are local to your area. Yeah, not many. But you said you see anybody in particular? Uh, no, just like the people I know through online and stuff like that, just friends and whatnot. I, the big people, like, I'm not necessarily like, oh my God, like I want to mm. see them because it's it just no value. But the cool thing was like, I was invited to the TikTok brunch like last year and like this year. Mm. So like, that's like really cool. It's kind of like validating like, oh, they invite you out Purr. and stuff. So, uh, stuff like that's really cool. And then uh, to parties and fun, fun fact. Um, one of the guys you hung out with, um, Hassan, a.k.a. Hus Huck. The Hus Huck, yeah. The Hus Huck, uh, who we've had on the podcast. Do you mm -hmm. remember him, Amber? Um, he gaming. was the gamer. We, he doesn't have a... Because it was like... A, a later. We did it over Zoom. Zoom. But, oh. but he was a gamer. Too. Uh, we, we interviewed him on the TV like we were looking over there. And okay. He was talking about video games. He's a streamer, too. Mm -hmm. um, but turns out he's my cousin. <laughs> what? How did you find that out? So my mom uh, was on Facebook one day, I think. Or no, no. His mom was on Facebook, Facebook. one day. And I guess like... Um, she was scrolling through pictures. She was scrolling through pictures and my uh, my mom had posted something. And it it was a picture of like our family. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Hassan, who we've had on the podcast, he's also a very big streamer, right? Like he's... He's been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a big tick, uh, TikTok, and then he also streams. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he like he was sponsored by G Fuel and everything like that. I we remember were talking now. to yeah. him. I remember now. Um, so he's like, you know, he he's established and stuff like that. And so he was, uh, his mom was on Facebook. He was walking by, and he was like, "Hey, how do you know for us?" And then she was like, "What do you mean? Who's who's that? Like, I know uh, his his mom." And long story short, like. Our, my dad, uh, is like his mom's, uh, second cousin, cousin, no, they're First cousins, cousin. but they're also related in another way. And my, my dad's actually like, uh, done all the architecture and design for like their house and oh, snap. like their family's <laughs> house and stuff. So it was just interesting that like, uh, we connected in that way. And my, my 
parents were then telling me all about his family Hmm. and how well like they're all connected but we didn't even know this whole time yeah it's crazy and they did like a whole podcast together that's why and he's like yo i've seen your videos like way back in the day Mm. and he just and like i've hung out with him and i'm like yo i'm hanging out with frost's cousin and (laughs) i would i wouldn't i would i don't know anybody else like in the family that's doing kind of like that kind of stuff yeah so it's really cool to see that that like no it's awesome and then he uh, he immediately like texted me he's like yo dude i'm frost's cousin and i'm like (laughs) all right whatever like you know but but clearly uh the genes don't translate because he's like what's like six foot tall or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's six foot so but that was a cool thing that happened. Um, good luck at this convention. I hope you get Thank a lot you. out of so it. Fun. And I hope it's a lot of fun. You get to make more uh, connections, more content. And again, congratulations on 100K. Thank you so Ooh. much. You're doing it, dog. You're doing the thing. Thank you. Thank Andrew Garfield, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll continue some more conversations, more fun takes, and more stories on our Patreon. So uh, if you want to subscribe and get bonus episodes, the link is in the bio. Also, our merch Uh, which is nice and fabulous. You can also get at the link in bio. Um, Thank you for everybody listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time.